Good morning and well, welcome to WSAU Feedback. I'm Meg Ellison. Thanks for joining me this morning. I just had to get to the point where he said, turn it up. Turn up the radio. I am delighted to have joining me on the phone my friend Heather Weiniger from Wisconsin Right to Life. Good morning, Heather. How are you? Good morning, Meg. Thanks for having me on. It's, it's great to be here on a Friday. Yes. Well, are we going to hear uh, the little sweet sounds of, of kids in the background? Well, I'm hoping that some of them are upstairs uh, getting to school already. So y- you might. You never know all at right. our house. Yeah, well, it's all right. You know, I talked with uh, Concerned Veterans for America, Sam Rogers, uh, last week, and he played Mr. Mom for quite some time while his wife was deployed. And we, we have a lot. We, we chuckle a lot about it because he said, you know, as long as they uh, had pants on and their faces were relatively clean, I thought it was a win. I, I think I would agree with Sam. <laughs> right. Well, it's challenging. You have four now, and they're. I think you one. Your oldest is her birthday is coming up. So, so our oldest are ten, almost eleven, and then our our middle one is almost eight. Oh, your Just middle one weeks is here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's the middle one. All right. The 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 middle one that always gets overlooked. That's the way I felt. <laughs> Just ask me. <laughs> Yes. Well, so let's let's chat about let's start by, um, well, in Evers inaugural address. And I I say loosely Evers. I usually call him Governor Vito, but uh, Governor Underwhelming in his second inaugural address, he pledged his support to repeal our current pro-life statute. And uh, I know that Wisconsin Right to Life anticipated that even though the Roe v. Wade was overturned, we are anticipating that the left goes into full meltdown mode. And I mean, we talked previously, and once that that occurred, how we didn't ever, you and I didn't ever believe it would happen in our lifetimes. And I mean, thank God for the 1849 abortion law here in Wisconsin, but it's, it's, uh, well, it's in peril if we should see a change in the Supreme Court. It is. And, you know, first of all, it's just um, kind of bewildering to me how our governor who talks about how much he cares for children and all that he wants to do for them. But yet in his inaugural speech, he talks about how we we just can't let these children be born um, and how far the left is willing to go on this. Um, You know, it's not it's not that they just want abortion at certain points. They want it up until the moment of birth. And quite frankly, there's some that want to kill the babies after birth. And that's just scary. Um, They certainly don't care about women. They certainly don't care about the the unborn here in Wisconsin. Um, But but the only safety net that we currently have right now is this is the Wisconsin Supreme Court. And, and, you know, right now we have a challenge to our law. Um, and, and I know, you know, we've talked about this be, before and they've asked for a dismissal. The district attorney is on this. But, but the reality is if Josh Call doesn't get the, the result that he wants on this, he's going to go to the Supreme Court. And if, if we don't have the right people there, we are going to see abortion here in the state of Wisconsin again. Do you have a pick for for the uh, Supreme Court race at this point, Heather? You know, r- right now our pack has not um, met with both candidates. Um, you know, in the past we certainly supported Justice Kelly in in his last race. 
Um, I know that the PAC board will be meeting uh, with uh, Judge Doro as well. Um, so right now we're, you know, we're going to wait and see what we know. We know two people we absolutely don't want. Right. And our goal is to make sure neither one of those are, are coming to the Supreme Court. Is there a possibility that Wisconsin Right to Life would endorse both Doro and Kelly? I mean, I certainly could see that happening if you look back at our previous history with our PAC. And again, you know, I don't have a vote on our PAC board, so we, we have a committee that, that works on that. But I certainly could see um, that happening as we move forward. So I know that, I mean, I've been aware of Wisconsin Right to Life's work for quite some time. And I know I think maybe what what differentiates you from other organizations that work on the cause of pro-life is that you are really looking to appeal to the hearts and minds and souls, I guess, of women. And and this is women and everyone, frankly. But talk a little bit about some of, uh, some of what you are doing, you are implementing through Wisconsin Right, right to Life to reach those hearts and minds. Well, and, and you can't, you hit it right on, right? I mean, we can do law changes, we can do all that side of us, but until we change everyone's hearts and minds to favor life, the laws really aren't going to be helpful to those people because they, their, their hearts, their minds, they're not in the spot of understanding what life is, when it begins. So we have our Veritas program, um, and, and that's the entire program. It's meant to share messages with Wisconsinites, and quite frankly, we're in other parts of the country now, too, um, to share with them alternatives, help them understand that abortion's not their only option, that there's pregnancy resource centers that are available to help them, that there are emergency grants available to help them. What we find often um, with women, in fact, just this week, we had two requests to our office for emergency grants. And it's all based on finances. These women find themselves in an unplanned pregnancy. They've just got an eviction notice. They have kids at home already. And what they think to themselves is, how am I going to afford another mouth to feed? How am I going to afford another child to put clothes on or to send to child care um, centers? So those, those things are so important for us to take away that obstacle for them. And if that obstacle is paying their rent for that month, then we're going to take that obstacle away from them and, and help them make that decision to, to keep life and, and let them know that there's people out there that care about them who are willing to help them and support them. And we're not a welfare system. You know, that's not what we're looking to do, but we're, we're looking to be that bridge for them where, where they don't have to find themselves out in their car sleeping in a cold you know, Wisconsin winter. But, but what we need to do is make sure that people know that these resources are available. So the Veritas program that we have, that's what we do. Um, most of it's digital marketing that we're doing online because that's where our target audience is these days. Um, and, and then they know that there's, there's resources available for them. Well, and we got to start somewhere. I mean, in appealing to the hearts and minds of, of those who have been conditioned to, to really not value human life, we have to uh, make that, extend the olive branch. And I think that the left has been really good at characterizing Republicans and conservatives as uncaring to the pregnant mom after she becomes the mom and after she has the baby. And that's that's something that is, is not true and is something that 
I know your organization and other pro-life organizations have worked on to change. Yeah, the the narrative is absolutely where where we are right now. And um, the left, Planned Parenthood, Governor Evers, you know, they're always great at saying, oh, all you care about is the baby. All you care about is the baby before they're born, and you're not willing to help afterwards. And and I have to say, um, I'm excited to see what's going to happen um, this legislative session and, and how we can talk and show people how we we care about mom, we care about baby, and we care about the family. And I think that's really important um, as we move forward. And how do we support working moms? How do we support, um, you, you know, a college student who, who finds themselves in an unplanned pregnancy? And there's some great things happening here in the state of Wisconsin already with that. Um, so I, I, I do think it's a it's a narrative that's really difficult to overcome because you know for the last 50 years we've given women this right according to so many on the left that just can't be taken away because now what are they going to do their their life isn't going to be able to be fulfilled because they they now have a child and they won't be able to have the career that they want or they won't be able to um you know go on that vacation they want to go on to um so we really really have a tough road ahead of us but I believe now that we've seen for you know several months where we're saving lives here in Wisconsin, the sky has not fallen. I think that's so important. You know, I haven't heard from people saying that um, the world has turned upside down because these people are now having their babies. Um, and pretty soon we're going to see these babies being born here. But now it's our job to step up and support the family. You know, I've seen, and I, I, I don't think I have the headline in front of me right now, but if I'm not mistaken, both CVS and Walgreens are going to be stocking the abortion drugs on the shelves of, of pharmacies and, and, and you know, to, as, as an attempt to get around these, these states that have banned abortions. Yeah, and, and this, is, this is scary. Um, you know, what, again, this is a point where I'm always confused. Wait, don't... Don't they always say it's between a woman and her doctor, but now you're just going to have it on the shelves at at these pharmacies? Or now the FDA is changing their regulations and pharmacies will be able to prescribe the chemical abortion drugs? This is simply dangerous. It's dangerous for the women. It's dangerous um, for for people out, out here not knowing what's going to happen there could be complications. So if you go if you go to Walgreens and you buy your cold medicine that day and you have a complication, are you going to call Walgreens and say I'm having an adverse reaction to this? Or where are you supposed to go? Who's going to treat these? Who's going to have the continuation of care for these women? Um, and and you know the left again always is saying it's about the women, it's about her relationship with her doctor. Well, where's the relationship here? And and the danger that we're seeing in the number of adverse reactions and reporting of emergency room visits from women who are now taking these chemical abortion drugs, the rate is so high at this point, um, and, and I don't know why the FDA would now take those regulations and, and make it easier for these women to go there when we're seeing really dangerous things happening. You know, it's interesting the juxtaposition of, of how the F- FDA determines what is now i guess an approved drug because and you know we're going a little off topic but it is my show so <laughs> but uh <laughs> just comparing 
abortion drugs, which, let's face it, they kill human beings. That's what abortion drugs do. But yet right. they were they were unwilling to allow doctors to treat with uh, a very safe and effective uh, a pill called ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine because they claim that it would that would harm human lives. So I mean, I I just I I look at the the federal government and the FDA in a very cynical way now because I just it, it, they've politicized this and so now abortion drugs are safe to use without the right. uh, w- without the supervision of a physician. Right, and and for years they've had these REMS in place, and for years. This has been something that they've monitored. But now all of a sudden, you know what? I, I guess we just need to make sure that the unborn, it does, their lives don't matter. It, it only matters to the FDA. It only matters to the, to the president, to people like Governor Evers. It only matters, you know, what, what, what it looks like for access to kill unborn children at this point. And, and I don't know, um, you know, once these are changed, it's really difficult to go backwards. Um, and, and the way that you can make changes is unfortunately by, by women dying. And that's, that's the stories that we hear after the fact are from families of, of women who took the chemical abortion drugs, had horrible um, reactions, and, and ultimately they lost their lives. So I guess at this point the FDA is looking for unborn children to be uh, losing their lives and these women to be put at risk with the potential of losing their lives. It's interesting. I talked with Congressman Glenn Grothman during the first half of feedback this morning, and he talked about the role that churches play in really informing their congregations about the abortion issue and how so many of them failed their congregations, as as we see evidenced in this last midterm election. Yeah, and, and, you know, the the church is 100 percent play a role in this. And of course, we meet with with lots of people across the state of Wisconsin, and this is a discussion we have. And oftentimes, you know, they're afraid for a couple of reasons. You know, am I going to lose, is, am I going to lose my IRS um, nonprofit status? But more, more often, what I hear is, I'm afraid I'm going to offend someone in my congregation. Ugh. And I feel the exact opposite. I feel that those people sitting in your congregation need to hear from you that you might have done this in the past, you're forgiven, and now let's walk forward and make sure someone else doesn't go through this horrible trauma that you've already gone through. Well, Jesus never cared about offending people. I mean, they say that the gospel of uh, Jesus Christ is offensive to those who don't believe, and so how are we ever going to get them to see the light if we don't share it with them? And, I, you know, I guess, I guess I'm just left with, uh, you know, going back to, again, the, the 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 reality of abortion and that which I guess the left does not want to acknowledge is that they're ending a human life every single time an abortion is committed. Absolutely. Every time, every single time that life is not given the opportunity to come into this world, they're not given the opportunities that you and I have. Um, and, and it's our job to protect those who are the most vulnerable. So whether they're in the womb or outside of the womb, that's our job as human beings um, and part of being here in America. Heather Weiniger, 
Executive Director for Wisconsin Right to Life. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. I'm looking forward to seeing you in a few weeks here in Wausau at our Get Involved Wisconsin event. You're going to talk about, again, about why the state Supreme Court election is so important and why it applies to those of us who are pro-life and are concerned about what it will mean if a leftist uh, is elected in this next election. Yep, we've got a lot of work to do up until April, and I am happy to join you uh, and share that message. Thanks again. Have a great weekend. Have fun with all the kids. (laughs) Thanks. Will do. (laughs) We'll talk soon. Got to go to a break, and I'll be back with final thoughts on WSAU Feedback. Thanks for joining me on WSAU Feedback. I'm Meg Ellison. Back-to-back guests this morning, Congressman Glenn Grothman, live from Washington, D.C., and our friend of the program, Heather Weiniger, Executive Director for Wisconsin Right to Life, calling from somewhere in Green Bay, I believe. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in this morning. Want to remind you again, as as Heather and I discussed uh, the upcoming uh, Get Involved Wisconsin event, uh, why the state Supreme Court election is so important. You can get tickets. Uh, this is an event on Saturday, January twenty first, from ten a.m. to one p.m. Tickets are available. Getinvolvedwi.com. Former Justice Dan Kelly, Judge Jennifer Doro, Speaker of the Wisconsin Assembly Robin Voss, RPW Chair Brian Shimming, and other guests and panelists, including. Heather Weiniger, there will be a number of people that were involved in legislation that had to do with Act 10, right to work, prevailing wage, and the concealed carry law. School choice as well. Got a boogie. God bless. Have a great weekend. Talk with you again on Monday.